today's daf is Ksubis daf Ayin Gimel. We left off at the Mishnah on the bottom of daf Ayin Beis on Beis. Today's shir is sponsored by Stephen Hubert on the occasion of the yard site of his maternal grandmother, Miriam Lemler Rothstein, Machla Bas of Yehuda Leiv, the Neshamah and Aliyah. And we thank Steve very much for the sponsorship. So again, we are holding out the mission in Daf Ayin Bezam Bez. The mission is going to talk about if a man marries a woman who turns out to have Nidarim or she turns out to have Mumin, and whether the, uh, the, the marriage is valid, whether she gets a Ksuba, and the various uh, circumstances that are involved. We're going to talk about if a person is Makadish woman al Tanai, that she doesn't have Nidarim, and then he just marries her, and it turn, she, he does the Nisuin without any Tanai. He just goes ahead with the Nisuin, and then it turns out she has an adarim. Are we choshish likidushin then? Do we assume that the original Tanai is still binding? And this gets us into a whole conversation on Amar Aleph about Ein Adam Osa Bi'ilaso Bi'ilas Nus. Do we have a chazaka that if a person is being bowel a woman, that he clearly does not want to have a Bi'as Nus, and therefore he's always going to have in mind L'Shem Kiddushin, even when we otherwise would not have normally assumed that it's a classical Kiddushin. So we're going to have that discussion, that machlokas, in a couple of different contexts, whether a person is also be ilaso be ilas nus. The Gemara is also going to talk about a bunch of different permutations of being makadesh al tanai. A guy's makadesh nisha al tanai, and she doesn't fulfill the tanai. But then he's boel her. Do we assume that the tanai is still intact? And uh, that's that's the the primary topic of uh, of, of today's daf um, base as well. So let's begin at the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, makadesh is the isha al menas nedarim. A guy is makadesh woman with a tanai that she doesn't have. Any nedarim, v'nimtzu ala nedarim, and it turns out that she has taken nedarim. She does have nedarim that are that are that, that are hanging over her head. Ena mukudashas. The halacha is that not surprisingly, that the kiddushin is not valid. He made it tonight. The tonight was not fulfilled. So mele the kiddushin is an invalid kiddushin. That doesn't seem to be a very great chiddush. Kansa stam v'nimtzu ala nedarim. But Vistan gets married, never mentions a word about Nidarim, and it turns out that she's Nisha Nadranis, that she has Nidarim. So uh, they are married, but he's allowed to divorce her without having to pay her Ksuba, because he can say this is not what he was willing to sign up for. As we mentioned yesterday, it could be very destructive to the family if she has Nidarim, so he's not going to be interested in staying married to a woman who has Nidarim. The, uh, similarly, the Mishnah tells us, if he marries a woman with the explicit tenai that she not be a balas mum, and it turns out that she is a balas mum, again, not surprisingly, the Kiddushin is not valid, it's against the explicit tenai. He made an explicit tenai that she does not have a mum, and she, in fact, does have a mum, so the Kiddushin is invalid. But if he if he made the, the if he if he married her stam and then it turned out that she do, that she does have a mum then he divorces her without having to pay her ksuba they are they are married but he divorces her without having to pay her ksuba. What constitutes a mum? Every person, every human being is blemished in some way. So what constitutes a mum? Only a mum that's significant enough to postulate Kohen from Avoda is significant enough to be considered a mum that will make a woman lose her ksuba. So just to draw our attention to one point in the mission over here, um, before we get into what the Rishonim talk about, is that the, the, in each case, both the case of the neder and the case of the mum, we started out 
start with a Kiddushin al and then we said, and what happens to these Kansa Stam? Kansa Stam sounds like the Nisuin was done Stam, not the Kiddushin. So the Gemara is going to explain exactly what is changing between the uh, first half of each case and the second half of each case. Meaning, is it just a continuation that, uh, that even when Kansa Stam we're talking about where he was Mekadesh her al and then when he did the Nisuin he made no mention of the Tanai and then we're going to say that uh, must be that he doesn't care about that Tanai anymore because he made no mention of it. Is that what the Mishnah means to say? Or is Kansa Stam telling us, no, no, Kitschestam Kansa Stam. Everything was Stam. It's a whole new case. He was Makadesh Stam, he was Kones Stam, and there was no Tanai whatsoever. That is going to be a Machlokas Amoraim. We're going to have an explaining. Our, our Mishnah. The major kasha that the Rishonim ask over here, Tosos asks it in the big Tosos, Dibra Maskal Al Manas, and all the Rishonim ask the kasha is that the Gemara had said in Parakaf Al Pi that an Arusas Kohen does not get to eat Truma, uh, even though on a Daraisa level, as soon as a Kohen has Erisin, his, his wife should be allowed to eat Truma. And one of the reasons we said that the Rabbanan decided that an Arusas Kohen doesn't eat Truma is Mishum Simphon, that maybe it'll turn out that she'll be a Balas Mum, and he's not interested in the Kiddush and therefore the whole Kiddushin will be invalid. So it sounds like that, that's enough to be Mavat of the Kiddushin. Aye, but what if he never made it tonight that she can't be a Balas Mum? Sounds like it doesn't matter. A Mum is a reason to be Mavat of the Kiddushin even when there's no tonight. So why does our mission say Mekadesh Al-Menas She'en Mumin? And then it turns out that she has a Mum, she's in the Mekadesh. Forget about Al-Menas She'en Mumin. You Mekadesh woman, Stam! And it turns out Yesh Aleha Mumin, she should be in the Mekadesh. That's the whole concern of Simphon. That's the whole concern of an Arusa who's of, of a Kohen not eating Truma. So that's the Kasha that all of the Rishonim deal with. Some of the Rishonim add also on the first case of the Mishnah, al Menashe Allah Nadarim, that that uh, if she if uh, it turns out that she has Nadarim, it's Ainu Mukadashas, even if if it's Nimtsu Nadarim, the din would be like Mumin that the Kedushan is about to leave him without it tonight. Why does the Mishnah say Al Menashe Allah Nadarim? They they argue that the same would be true by Istaminishan Nadranis. You find out that the woman has Nadarim, the whole Kedushan should be invalid. That's something that's significant enough that it should disqualify the marriage. That's what Tos Rosh and Tos Shans add that kasha as well. It's not as explicit, so the kasha is not as strong. But the first kasha that we have an explicit Gemara, Mishum Simfon, that tells us that if a girl is a Balas Mum, the whole Kiddushin is going to be invalid. So why do we have to say that it's Dafka if it's Almanas She'en Alea Mumin, even without such a tonight? So Tosos gives a couple of Terutzim. The first Terutz Tosos says is really the din is that the Kiddushin is Batel, even without an explicit Tonight. The Mishnah specifically says that someone who's Makadish Betanai is in Makadashas because there's a Chiddish by the din in the Hemshech of Kansastam below tonight. That we're going to have a Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel, in the Gemara. If a guy is Makadish, a woman al Tanai, and then he marries her, he does the Nisuin Stam, whether she's going to need a get, meaning whether they, they argue whether the second din of the Mishnah of Kansastam is talking about a, like I mentioned before, is a continuation of Kitchen.
Kitshal Tanai, it's Kitshal Tanai and then Kansastam, or is Kansastam a new case where there never was a Tanai? So according to Rav, there's a very great Chiddush, the Mishnah's Mechadesh, that even if you are Mechadesh al Tanai, but if you then don't make mention of the Tanai at the time of the Nisuin, then Sricha get, then we are Choshish for such a Kiddushin, even if she turns out to have Mumin, she turns out to have Nadarim, still the Kiddushin is now going to be valid by, by, by virtue of the failure to mention the Tanai again at the Nisuin. And that's a phenomenal Chiddush, because you're going to tell me, a guy marries a girl without mentioning anything, Kiddushin without saying a word, and then it turns out she has a mum, so there's no Kiddushin whatsoever. But if he mentions it at the time of Kiddushin, and just doesn't mention it at the time of the Nisuin, so then the Kiddushin is going to be Chal. Then we're going to assume the Kiddushin is going to be Chal, because we assume he was explicit, it's like he's explicitly Mochel the Mum when he doesn't mention it at the Shas Nisuin. That's a very great Chiddush, according to, uh, according to Rav. According to Shmuel, Shtos points out, the Chiddush of the Mishra would be that when you Mekadesh al it's Eidim Mekadesh Hasein Tzarech Ket, even when it's Kanesach or Kachstan. The Chiddush is that it's not like an explicit Mechila when he's Kanesach or Stan. That's, that's how Tos understands in the first Teretz. Then Tos gives another Teretz where he says the Din, if it's Zimtzola and Adarim or Mumin, that the Kiddushin is Batal Gamri and she's Yotzis Bloget, that's only when you made a Beferisha tonight. But Bistam, the Kiddushin is Batal, but you still need to get Midarabanan, or maybe even Midarais and Misafik. That Misafik maybe he's not Makvit about the Mum. So the whole concern of Symphon is not that, and if it turns out that this girl has a Mum, then she's, uh, the whole, the whole, the whole uh, marriage is invalid is absolutely invalid. No, the concern is, if it turns out she has a mum, then it clouds the picture a lot. It just makes it a lot more complicated to deal with. Because then we might be dealing with a Suffolk Kedushin, we might be dealing with the need for a get me the Rabbanan, we we're dealing with, with other things. But the only time it's ever going to be that we can say with certainty that this Kedushin is an invalid Kedushin, is if he made a Tanai that she not have a mum, or a Tanai that she not have any Nadarim, and then it turns out that she does have a mum or that she does have nidarim. So the tonight is meaningful in terms of saying with certainty that the kiddushin is an invalid uh, is an invalid kiddushin. On a minor point, some of the achronim raised the issue and the rishonim uh, allude to it of uh, what does it mean nimtsu aleha nidarim? Where do you find these nidarim? I mean, you find them in the closet. What do you mean? There's no there's nowhere to put nidarim that you're going to find nidarim. So you're going to say that Adam saw her take a nidar possible, but maybe she was Shoal on that nether. Maybe she already had Ataras Nedarim. How do you know that the ned? How, how is it possible that you have Nimtsu Allah Nedarim? You could never really know for sure that she has Nedarim. And it's hard to even say that she says that she has a nether, because then she, she fesses up, she admits to it, because even then, what, she admits that she has a nether, and you're going to believe her and be Motsi or Mitachas Baila based on her uh, statement that she has a nether? That's a lot of Nehemanas to give her to be Mafkiya Atzma Mibaila without a get, without anything, just because she says that she, uh, she has no, an easy way out of a marriage for her. For her to just say, oh yeah, remember that Tanai you made years ago? Well, guess what? I have Nadarim. 
So Shigenavne uh, Amonis. So Miri says, yeah, that that Miri says it has to be that Adam heard her uh, taking the darim, and she was uh, and she was miskadish b'samach lehem without a hetachacha. Meaning they uh, they saw her from the time she took the darim till the time she accepted the kiddushin. They saw her right before right before the wedding as she's getting prepared for the wedding, right before she's going down to the chuppah, and uh, the the uh, and then they overhear her tell her saying all sorts of nedarim as she's about to enter the chuppah. Good. So now you know. That she was talking about before Kiddushin. So nowadays we do Kiddushin at the Chuppah. So, yes, yeah, so right before the Chuppah, she takes all these new darm. So now they know that she's Nisha Nadran. That's how it could be. Nimtsu Alenadarm. Okay, says the Gemara. Very strange. This exact Mishnah, word for word, appears in Mesechus Kiddushin. So that's, that's a somewhat rare. They have the same exact Mishnah in two Mesechus. We're going to learn it, uh, what, in a year from now? Mesechus Kiddushin. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be the same exact Mishnah. So the answer is Gemara, why does Rebbe put the same exact mission in both places? Because it relates to both laws of Kiddushin and laws of Ksuba. Hacha Ksubas Kiddushin For our purposes, we're interested in the Kinsastam part of the Mishnah, the Mishnah where it describes how she's Teitse Shalob Biksuba. But once we mention that, we mention Mekadesh Asisha Almanas, which is a Kiddushin Alacha. So we mention the Kiddushin issue Atu the Ksubos, Hasam Kiddushin Itzrichalei. In Kiddushin, we're more interested in the Halacha about the Kiddushin, that she doesn't fulfill the Tanai of the Kiddushin, and therefore she's Enim Kudashas and Tanuk Suba Sata Kiddushin. But once we mention in Kiddushin, we also add the Ksuba Halacha, that if it turns out that if he's Konis or Stam, that she, she is Mikudashas, but she loses the right to her Ksuba. Which types of nedarim are we talking about that are such significant nedarim that we assume that they would ruin the marriage? She takes nedarim that she's not going to eat meat, she's not going to drink wine, she's not going to wear big dates of onim. Tanya Nami Yachim of a Brisa that says this way: The types of nedarim we're talking about are nedarim of inoy nefesh. And it gives those three examples. So Havibara Papa Aheya. What do you mean? These are the nedarim we're talking about. Which case? The case of when he's mekadish or almanas sheinu nedarim, or when he's just konis or stam that she loses her ksuba? Are we saying that uh, that if the only time where uh, if he's Makadishar al Manas and it turns out she has Nadarim that the Kiddushin is invalid is if it turns out that she has these kinds of Nadarim, but if she has other kinds of Nadarim then the Kiddushin will be valid. So Ilema if that's what we're talking about, what do you mean? Kivan the Kakapid, I feel called Milinami. If he's making it tonight that she doesn't have Nadarim, it has to mean that she doesn't have Nadarim. Who cares what kinds of Nadarim they are? He's Makbid that there not be any Nadarim. How can we then limit it and Say, oh, it's only if she took a nedda that she's not going to eat meat, she's not going to drink wine. No, he said in the darim in general. Ella seifa, so it must be going on the seifa. What was the seifa? Where is Koristam? And then it turns out that she's an adronis, so she's going to lose her ksuba. What any little nedda she may have made, she's 
Ksuba. So that's what we're being Mechadish. That's what Rabbi Yochanan is Mechadish in the name of Rabbi Shimon Yitzhak. That it's not any little Nedah that's going to cause her to lose Ksuba. It's only in the Dharm of significance, in the Dharm of Inoy Nefesh. Like, she's not going to eat meat, she's not going to drink wine, etc. Ravashi says, no, it's even going on a case where the husband made an explicit tonight that she not have Nedarim. Umidi Dika'ai, what about the fact that we said if he made it tonight that she not have Nedarim? Shouldn't that be binding no matter what? Umidi Dika'ai, she have a Kepeda Kepeda, Umidi Dika'ai, she love a Kepeda Kepeda. We assume that he's only, that, that his, his Hakpada is only for things that people normally care about. That he's clearly expressing a Hakpada about Nedarim, but probably his Hakpada is only for things that normal people care about. And normal people only care about Nidre Inoy Nefesh, they don't care about other more minor Nidarim. Now there is discussion in the Rishonim whether when we give these examples of Nidre Inoy Nefesh, not to eat meat, not to drink wine, not to be Miskashi Big Tzavonim, are these just examples, three of the examples of Nidre Inoy Nefesh, or are these the only cases of Nidre Inoy Nefesh? The Rif and the Rambam say that it's Dafka, these three Nidarim. Any other nether, even if there may be some inoy nefesh involved, there is no hakpada whatsoever and is not included in the halach of our mission of nimtu nidarim. The Miri says, yeah, but included in these three are things that are that that are that, that are even more necessary than meat and wine and big dates of autumn, like bread, let's say. So that that's obvious. Meaning, if it's something that's even more necessary for basic uh, sustenance, for basic day to day living, then obviously that would be included. As well, and the rise from Yerushalmi, Yerushalmi says Klei Pishna Bam is included in Big Day Tzivonim because apparently those are more commonly worn clothing than Big Day Tzivonim, so that for sure would be included. But it doesn't include any neder of Inoy Nefesh whatsoever. If she decides that she's going to take a neder, she's not going to eat apples, so that's not included because people don't need to eat apples as much as they eat meat and drink wine and uh, eat bread. And the raya they have is from Yerushalmi because Yerushalmi says Almanashenalah. Kol neder that other nedarim are bechlal even shlo tochal charuvin. So you see that 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 that's only if it's al menashe nela kol neder. But if it's stam that uh, that that uh, tonight is stam in ala nedarim, but not kol neder, he doesn't ex- explicitly say kol neder. Then uh, the neder of charuvin is not included. The problem with this is, and the Rishonim all point out this kasha, the Rash for the Rash, they all point out the problem with this is that we just had a Gemara that said that a man is able to divorce his wife below Ksuba, even if she's no deres, may with, with echon mipero sa'olam, with any pre that she says, I'm not going to eat apples. That's enough to divorce her with, with, without a Ksuba, because uh, it's, an, it's considered nidre uh, uh, nefesh, and the guy can say, I don't want an isha nadranis. So you see that these three nidarim are that it sounds like any nether of Inoy Nefesh, any fruit in the world would be considered a nether of Inoy Nefesh that would ruin the marriage. So the Rishonim point out that there's a big difference between a woman who's taking the Dharam after she's already married and a woman who had previous nedarim from before her marriage. When we're dealing with a woman who is no deres tachtav, the husband's going to be more makpid on any sort of inoy nefesh because she's taking nedarim without letting her husband know, so clearly there's something wrong with that relationship. She's not telling him about these life changes that she's making. Here she's deciding, I don't know, she's going to be a vegan or something, right? She's taking, that's nidre inoy nefesh, she's not going to eat certain types of food. You don't make a life change like that without talking to your husband about it, so uh, so he's going to be more mocked about it as opposed to something that she had from uh, prior to their marriage. That Akbad uh, is only going to be if it's a really significant Inoy Nefesh type of Neder. 
itmar kitsha al tanai v'konsustan. If 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 he was mekadesh al tanai, and then after that kedushin, he married does nisuin stam without any mention of the previous tanai. Rav Amar Tzricha Menuget. Rav says now they are married. The kedushin is valid. They therefore need a get. Shmuel says, no, you don't have to worry about the Kiddushin at all, because he made it tonight in the Kiddushin that she not have Nadarim, and she has Nadarim. So I don't care that he did the Nisuin without mentioning the tonight. He doesn't have to mention the tonight. He already mentioned it at the Shas Kiddushin. And therefore Shmuel says, they absolutely do not need to get, there's no wedding whatsoever, there's no marriage whatsoever. Amra Abayis. Abayis says, what's the Hezber of the Machlokas Rav and Shmuel? Lo Teimah, we're finally in today's stuff. Lo Teimah, Taimah the Rav. Kivan Shekansa Stam, Achulei Achlei Letanai. Don't say that the reason for Rav is that since he was Konis or Stam, that after making the Tanai at the Kiddushin, by not mentioning the Tanai at the Shasni Suin, it must be that he's being Mochel the previous Tanai, and therefore, and that's why uh, the uh, the Kiddushin is a valid Kiddushin. That's that's not what Rav is saying. Rather, where Rav is saying is something that uh, is more specific to this case, where he was boel her. It's not just that he had Nisuin with her, he had Bia with her. And we assume that if he had Bia with her, he does not want that Bia to be a Bias Nus. So even though initially he made it tonight that she not be an Adranis, by the fact that he had Bia with her, he doesn't want that Bia to be a Bias Nus, and therefore he's boel the shame Kiddushin. So it's a new Maisa Kiddushin that he's doing at the Shaz Bia. And this Maisa Kiddushin doesn't have any tonight attached to it. There are no strings attached to the this Maisa Kiddushin, and that's why they're going to need a get. Not because of the original Maisa Kiddushin. The original Maisa Kiddushin had a Tanai, and the Tanai wasn't fulfilled. It turned out she, she had Nidarin. No, it's for this new Maisa Kiddushin that he's doing right now. So, frankly, Gemara, Hapligi Zimna. Rav and Shmuel already argued about this issue, this exact issue, of whether Adamosa be Ilasa Bilas Nus, or Ein Adamosa be Ilasa Bilas Nus. This is already a Machlokas that they, that they had. Where do they have this machlokas to itmar? Ketana shalom miyana vihigdila. Let's say you have a ketana whose father and brother, and mother and brother rather, father died. So mother and brother give her over for a kiddushin on a drabanan level, the kiddushin schalmi drabanan. She has the right to be mima'enes before she becomes a gedola, to say, I'm not interested in this marriage and walk away without any get or anything. But she did not do miyun, vihigdila, and she now became a gedola. She became a nara. She became a bagara. She became a gedola. And, uh, and, and she continued to sleep with the man. She had beer with the husband. And then she is Mima Enes. Then she says, you know what? I don't want this marriage. And then Amda Venises. She goes and takes Kiddushin from someone else and goes, gets married to someone else. So the question is, does she need a get from that second husband? Are we even choshish the Kiddushin? Do we assume that once she was not Mima Enes as a Ketana and she slept with the guy as a Gedola, uh, the first husband as a Gedola, that concretizes that original marriage and therefore any Kiddushin that's given to her by anybody else is totally invalid and could be completely ignored or do we assume, no she was Mima Enes on the first marriage, she walked away from the first marriage, granted she slept with the first guy but she walked away from the first marriage and therefore we do have to be concerned about a Kiddushin from another party, so Rav Amar Rav says she does not require a get from the second guy. Why not? Because if she had Bio with the first husband after she became a Gedola, 
Ein Adam Osa Bi'ilaso Bi'ilas Nus. We assume that that Bia must have been L'Shem Kiddushin. The guy, the, 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 the first husband that stayed with his wife after she became a Gedola, that his wife stayed with him after she became a Gedola, and they slept together, it must be that that Bia is being done L'Shem Kiddushin. He's well aware that as a Katana, there's no such thing as Kiddushin Daraisa on a Katana, so he knows that uh, any Bia that he's going to do with her is going to have to be L'Shem Kiddushin, if it's not going to be a BS Nus, so he's going to make it the shame Kiddushin, Mele, any other party that comes along in his Makadishir is being Makadish, a married woman, and therefore lacks any meaning whatsoever. So you don't need to get from the second party. Shmuel Amar, Tzricha get Misheni. But Shmuel says, no, you do need to get from the other guy. Why? Because apparently Shmuel holds that the person will make the Bia into a Biaznus, and therefore there is no solid Kiddushin Da'oraisa with the first husband. So when she receives a Kiddushin from another person, that Kiddushin is something that needs to be dealt with, and therefore she's going to need to get from somebody else. So don't you see the same Machlok as Rav and Shmuel? Whether Adam also be lost be lost or not, it comes up in the case of Miyun as well. Says where Tzricha, we need the machlokas to be expressed both in the case of the Tanai with Nidarim and in the case of Miyun. The Iyid Marbahi, if this machlokas were only mentioned in the case of Miyun, Bahi Kamarav Mishum Dalaka Tanaa, I would say yeah, that's where Rav says because there's no Tanai over there at all, and everyone knows that a Maisa Katana is worthless, so clearly, at the case of Miun, he's being Boel L'Shem Kiddushin. But maybe over here where there's a Tanai, and the husband might have been thinking that she actually fulfilled the Tanai, and that she's not a Nadranis, and she's not a Balas Mum, she, she, she actually fulfilled the Tanai, he doesn't even think to be Boel L'Shem Kiddushin, because he thinks they already have a Kiddushin. He thinks that the Tanai is going to be fine, so that the Kiddushin is already taken care of. So it's true, a person doesn't want to make his Bia into a Bia's Nus, but he doesn't think he's doing that. He doesn't think he needs to do a Bia L'Shem Kiddushin. And if we would have only been told the Machlokas, Rav and Shmuel, by the case of the Tanai, with the Nadarim, by our case, Bahakar Shmuel, I would say that's where Shmuel says that he does not have intention, Likidushin, Aval Rav, but maybe by the case of Miun, even Shmuel would be Moda, that he does have intention, Lashem Kiddushin, because he's well aware that Ain Maisa Katana Klum, that, uh, that the Kiddushin as a Katana is totally invalid. Tzricha, that's why we need the Machlokas to be mentioned in both cases. We showed him raise the Kasha over here that, uh, what are we saying? Ain Adam Asabilas and that's why we assume that he's being Boel L'Shem Kiddushin. So we showed him say, but wait a second, she loses her Ksuba, according to the Mishnah. If it turns out that she's an Adran, she doesn't get her Ksuba. And we had a Gemara uh, a couple of weeks ago, Kalapokes L'Besulu Mimasayim L'Almana Mimana Harezu Bi'ilaznus. That any time you're having bia with your wife without a ksuba, by definition, it's a biasnus. So what do you mean? In the most of biasnus. By definition, this is a biasnus because there's no ksuba. There's a marriage here without a ksuba. So doesn't that make it a biasnus? So we showed him give several terutsim. The Ra'as suggests that a person is makbid that uh, that he's not going to make the kavana, with, with his own kavana biasnus. But the fact that the rabbanon turn his bia into a biasnus, that's not his hakpada. His hakpada is that he not enter into this having the attitude of a biasnus. As, as, as long as he 
thinks he's sleeping with his wife, and it's not an attitude of a bias nus, and it's just the Rabbanon to say, you know what, because we're so makbid about the ksuba, we're going to uh, to label this action a bias nus. That's not something, that's a uh, that's a legalism. That's not something that he views as an actual bias nus. That's not something that's going to bother him as much. The Rivash says, person is makbid on bias pnuya. Maybe that's what bias nus means, that a person doesn't want to be sleeping with a, with a single girl, but uh, but but not in every anything that's necessarily considered a bias nus. If she's his wife, even though the Cham may call it a bias nus, but it's his wife, so it doesn't feel like a bias nus. It doesn't seem like a bias nus, and it's therefore not something that he's going to be uh, that overly uh, concerned about. So that's the. Um, there's obviously a lot to talk about. But they know the most bilas nus. The major issue is really what Shmuel holds. Shmuel holds what that adam osa bilas nus. Is that a possibility that uh, sounds like according to Shmuel she doesn't need to get because osa bilas nus. But the Rashba says you can't say that because it's a mission of Rashas in the Sechas Gittin that a megari. Mishnah says in the Sechas Gittin that payalif if a man is megarish his wife and then v'lama ima bepuntaki they uh, go and they stay in the same motel room. So Basil Alamrim Srikhaget Basil says that you need a new get. Hene ne de yichud, hene ne de bia. They were alone together. We assume that there was bia. And if we, especially because libo gaspa, that uh, they're used to each other, they're comfortable with each other. So we assume that, there's a, that there was a bia. And if there was a bia, we assume that that bia is not l'shem's nus. The bia is going to be l'shem kiddushin. So she's going to need a new get. If a man is magari, just of lanim abhundaki. So that, that's the reason, because they know the most of bilas bilas nus. And, and, and Basila, you can't argue with Basila. Shmuel is not going to argue. On the base hillel. So what's going on over here? All of a sudden, Shmuel is saying, nos. So you have to say that the reason for Shmuel is that the husband is somech on the tanai, and he's not choshesh that maybe there are nadarim. So that's what it means. He's not he's not having kavan on the shame kiddushin because he doesn't think he's actually having biasnos. He thinks he's just having a beer with his regular wife who's not an isha nadranis, and he's just going ahead with the, with the marriage. He doesn't view it as a uh, as a biasnos. Whereas uh, someone who's already megarish his wife and then sleeps with her, he knows that they're not married anymore, so he knows that his only options are either a biasnus or a bialashem kiddushin. So that, even Shmuel's going to agree, he doesn't want to do a biasnus, he'd rather do a bialashem kiddushin. Over here, the guy doesn't think it's necessary to do a bialashem kiddushin. He thinks he's already married, so he doesn't think it's necessary to have bialashem kiddushin. Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Kansastam v'nimtzuala nedarim that if you do nisuin without any mention of any tanai, and it turns out that she has a ned, that she has a nedarim, so you get divorced without a ksuba. Ksuba d'lobaya gita baya. The implication is though that they are married. My love, kichal tanai v'kansastam, isn't the case of our Mishnah where he's mekadish al tanai? Because that is how the Mishnah started. After all, it started out by saying a mekadish al menas, and then it said kansastam. So isn't it saying exactly that? That if you're mekadish al tanai, and then you konis stam, and it's still saying the kiddushin is going to be valid, that there's going to be a need for a get, because uh, like Rav said, so tiyuf to the Shmuel. Our Mishnah seems to be a major kasha on Shmuel. It says more low. The second case of our Mishnah, where we say Kansastam, is not going on the first, it's not a hemshech of the first case. It's not saying where you're Makadishal tonight and then Kornisarstam. It's a brand new case. You're Makadishirstam and you're Kornisarstam. But if in, in fact he was Makadishal tonight and was then Kornisarstam, so yes, then in Akhirami, it would not be, a get would not be necessary because there's no marriage there whatsoever. Well, so 
Instead of the ratio of the Mishnah telling me that if you're Makadish woman with the Tanai that she doesn't have Nidarim, and it turns out that she does have Nidarim, that it's Enim Kadashas, Lisni Kansastam Enim Tsolan Nidarim Enim Kadashas, Vakalshkinha. Why not just say the case where your Konis are Stam and uh, she has Nidarim and that, that she's not Mukadashas? Meaning, as, if you're Makadish or Al Tanai, even, even if your Konis are Stam, as long as you're Makadish Al Tanai, she's Enim Kadashas. So, Kalshkin, if you do everything Al Tanai, that she's going to be Enim Kadashas. So, says, says Gemara, yeah, that's exactly Shmuel's point. Hachinami Kamar, that's exactly what our Mishnah means to say. The Mishnah means to say, you're Makadish woman al that she doesn't have any Nidarim. No matter what you do at the Shas Nisuin, whether you do the Nisuin al Tanai or without a Tanai, so she's not going to be Mukadashas if she has Nidarim. That's the Reisha of the Mishnah. It didn't mention Vikansastam in the Reisha of the Mishnah, but that's understood. As long as the Kiddushan was done al Tanai, that Tanai is going to be binding, and if she doesn't have and if she has Nidarim, that she doesn't have a Kedushin. But then the Mishnah goes on to say, but if, when the Mishnah then goes on to say, Kansastam, what it means to say is, Kitschastam v'Kansastam. If he not only is, does Nisuinstam, but he did the whole thing, Stam, he did Kiddushin v'Nisuinstam, then Tetzay Shlobi Then they're married, he's just going to have to, uh, he could just, she's going to lose her Ksuba, he could divorce her without paying Ksuba. Ksuba hudlobaya, hagita baya. But they are married, so she's going to require a get. So that's how Shmuel is going to understand our Mishnah. That the first line says, he's Mekadish Ratanai, means he does, he's Mekadish Ratanai, regardless of what he says at the Shas Nisuin, or doesn't say at the Shas Nisuin. The second line where he says, he does the Nisuin Stam, is talking about assuming he also did the Kiddushin Stam. Why is it that you don't have to pay a Ksuba? Presumably because the guy could say, I'm not interested in having a woman who takes Nidarm, having a wife who takes Nidarm, so even though I never made a Tanai about it, I shouldn't have to pay her Ksuba. Well, then why does he have to give her a get? Meaning, why is the marriage binding? Shouldn't he be able to say that it's it's self-understood that and I don't want to be married to Anisha Nadranis? There's two answers. On a Daraisa level, if uh, it was not revealed to him prior to marriage that she's an Isha Nadranis, and it turns out that she is an Isha Nadranis, there's no marriage on a Daraisa level. The whole requirement for a get is only Midrabanan. Second answer Rava Amartana Suke Misafkale, Gabi Mamonu Lakula, Gabi Isura Lachumra. We're not sure if they're really married or not. We're not sure how Makbid you are on Nidarin. So when it comes to Dinim Mamnis, she wants to get paid her Ksuba, so we're going to say, Amotzi Mechavero, Allah Haraya. She wants to get her Ksuba, that's what we say, Savig Mamon Lakula. It doesn't really mean Lakula, because there's no such thing as a Kula and a Chumra in Dinim Mamnis. If you have two people against each other in Dinim Mamnis case, what's a Kula for one guy is a Chumra for the other guy. Lakula just means that you don't have to pay the money, that Amotzi Mechavero, Allah Haraya. But Safik Isser, we're going to go Lakhumra and we're going to require a get. We're dealing with uh, with potential Arayos situation over here of Nations Ish, so we're going to make sure that there is a get. Amar Rabba, Machlokas, this whole Machlokas between Rav and Shmuel, I'm just going to, we, since we're, we're low on time, I'm just going to explain the Gemara according to Rashi, even though just be, note that there are many other Shittos and Rishonim in how to read this whole Gemara. Amar Rabba, Machlokas betaus shte nashim. The whole Machlokas between Rav and Shmuel is only if a guy is Mekadesh, one woman al 
and then another woman he's kone stam, and it turns out that she has nedarim. That the, that woman number two had nedarim. Do we assume the fact that he was mekadesh the first woman al tonight that she doesn't have nedarim reveals something about his hakpada about nedarim in general, and therefore we can transfer that hakpada over to the second woman uh, to whom he never expressed this hakpada? Or do we assume no? He was makbid about the first woman. Maybe he didn't like her so much, so he was makbid more that she not have nedarim. But he likes he's so uh, uh, in love with the second woman that he doesn't care what she has and he's willing to put up with anything. So that's the machlokas when there are two women in the picture. But if it was the same woman that he was Makadish Stam, that he was Makadish Al Tanay and then Kone Stam, then everyone's going to agree that uh, there's no Kiddushin here whatsoever. Uh, even Rav would agree and you're not going to need any, any sort of get. What do you mean? We asked on 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 Rav and Shmuel on Shmuel rather from our Mishnah, and our Mishnah was a case of Isha Achas. It wasn't a case of two women in our Mishnah. Rather, if you want to say Rabbah's Chiddush, say as follows: The Machlokas is where you're Makadish woman al Tanai, and then you're Megarish that woman Mina Erisin after Erisin, and then you're Kone or stam later on without a new tanai in the second in the second go around. So do you assume that since you already expressed the tanai the first time you were makadishur that it's self understood that that tanai is still there, or do you assume no? You didn't. The fact that you didn't express it the second time shows that you no longer care about the tanai. But if it was just a regular kiddushin isuin with one woman, then everyone would agree that again is not necessary that the tanai is binding. So the gemara is going to ask. Three caches in this. Uh, so number, we'll probably only get to one or two today. Eisve, Abayi, so Abayi asks in this, Kitsha betal subach smishava pruta, vechein katan shekidesh, afo pichashol savon slachar mikein enem kadeshes. If you do a kiddushin with a ta'us, we'll see what that means. Or a kiddushin with uh, an invalid amount of money less than a shava pruta. Or a katan does a kiddushin where it's clearly invalid. Even though he sends gifts later on, it's not a kiddushin, because shemachim's kiddushin or rishonim shalach, we assume that all the gifts he's sending is because he thinks he's already married from that first Kiddushin, and that first Kiddushin was invalid, but the Imbalu Kanu, that Bia, then he's Konaher. Rabbi Shimon Yudu, Rabbi Shmuel, Omer, Imbalu Lo Kanu. Shimon Yudu says in Rabbi Shmuel, no, that even with Bia, he's not Konaher. Vahacha Ditos Isha Achasi, it's one woman the whole time, Upligi, and you still have the Machlokas. My love, Tos Nadarim, and doesn't the word Tos mean that he, that, that he didn't know that she had Nadarim? That's what was wrong with the Kiddushin, was that he made it tonight that she shouldn't have Nadarim. And it turned out that she did have Nidarim. So it says Marno, who said anything about Nidarim? Lo, Taos Pachs Mishav Pruta. The Taos means that the Kedushin was done with less than a Shav Pruta. Pachs Mishav Pruta, Behedya Katanila. No, that was the next case. It said, Kitsha Betos, U Pachs Mishav Pruta. He's Makadisha Betos. Or he's Makadish with Pachos Mishav Pruta. So you can't translate the word toes as meaning Pachos Mishav Pruta. And the Gemara, yes, you can. Purushi Kamafaresh. It's explaining. Kitsha Betos, Ketzad, Kigon, Shekitsha, Pachos Mishav Pruta. It means to say, you're Makadish Betos. What does that mean? It means you're Makadish with Pachos Mishav Pruta. So what are they arguing about? First opinion says, everybody knows that there's no Kiddushin with Pachs Mishav Pruta, so therefore when he subsequently Boel her, he must have in mind that that's a Bia 
l'shem kiddushin because he realizes by that time, obviously at the time that he first gave her the box mishav he didn't realize, but he realizes by that time that his kiddushin, his original kiddushin is invalid, so he's trying to make a new ma'aseh kiddushin. And the other opinion says he never comes to that realization. And he's bowel the shame, the original Kiddushin. Ace the Gemara asks further. He says he's going to be bowler al Manas that her father wants, and then her father doesn't want. She's still Mukadashas. No, she's only Mukadashas if the Tanai is fulfilled and the father is interested. The father is okay with the marriage. But isn't this exactly the case of Tosisha Achas, where you made it tonight, and with that same woman, you were, you were Koneser, and we see it's a Machlokas, whether the most of you be lost or not. So says Mar Hasam Bahakamiflugi. No, over there they're arguing about the following. Mar Savar Al Ab. Question is how to touch the words Al Manas Abba. First opinion says Al Manas Ab means Al Manas Ka'av. He doesn't have to say anything, he just has to not object. So as long as he doesn't object, she's Mukudashas. Umar Sav, the other opinion holds, no, it's Almanashi Yomar Abahain. Almanashi Yirzav doesn't mean that he stays quiet, it means that he has to voice his approval. And therefore, if he didn't voice his approval, there's no Kiddushin. But it has nothing to do with our situation of, uh, of, of uh, Tanai when, uh, when it comes to Isha Achas, Ke'en Shte Nashim. Okay, but we'll pick up from the third ACV tomorrow. Thank <laughs> you.